Hey friends, this is Jesse Phillips. I'm the founder of Hill City Recording, and you are listening to the Hill City Recording Podcast. I'm excited today because I've got my friend Braddon on the line. Uh, we're doing this over Zoom, so it's a little different because most of my guests have been in person, but Braddon, congratulations on being my first Zoom <laughs> interview on the podcast. <laughs> So Braddon, he's got a passion for Christian music that gets me really excited. Uh, first time I talked with him, I was super pumped up. I think I submitted a song to one of your playlists and you're like, actually, I think it would go better on this playlist over here. And I was like, he really cares. He he actually is like listening to the stuff and is not just like trying to, you know, curate a playlist to get streams for people or to just to do it. He actually likes Christian music. And so... Uh, you started Lightfire 134 with your uh, siblings. Uh, you're part of New Release Today. Uh, you're a co-host on the Christian Music Bros podcast. There's a lot you're doing in the Christian music space. And uh, appreciate you coming to uh, give insight to our listeners here on this podcast. But before we get into to all that, we're going to dive into it. I want to ask you an icebreaker question. Um, since you love Christian music, what is your favorite Christian band of all time? Ooh, ah, this question hits me like every year. It's a little different. There's yeah. so many bands I love. Um, currently, I'd have to say Planet Shakers, which if you know, they're worship electro band from Australia. Um, for the past few years, they've been my top spot because I just I love it. I love how they go deep in worship, but yet they also do just so much styles of hip hop, rock, electro. So kind of everything I love put together. So they'd probably take the top spot, but I do got to give a nod to thousand foot crutch, which is strong second. Yeah. I was wondering if you're going thousand foot crutch, I, I've seen some of the posts and the love shown mm -hmm. that way. But, um, I think, uh, on my side, PAX 217, do you know them? I've heard of them. <laughs> yeah. So they're, I mean, it's been a long time since they've released music, probably over 20 years, <laughs> but, uh, they were, kind of my introduction into Christian music that wasn't worship. Um, mm. And I mean, I, I had, I'd liked other bands like DC talk and audio adrenaline and things like that. But PAX 217, I was like, Oh, this is, this is some different stuff that I probably, uh, yeah, I, I wouldn't hear necessarily on K love, but um, it was, it was a lot of fun. So anyway, that's uh that was just kind of the icebreaker question. I, I was curious because you love the Christian music, but where where did uh where did this love of Christian music start? I'd love to hear about your your journey into into music. Yeah, well, um, I grew up, of course, in a Christian household, so Christian music was kind of always a part of my life growing up. Whether driving on the road, listening to you know Christian music on the radio, whether through CDs, um, going to like Lifeway and Christian music stores back in the day, I just always grew up with surrounded with it. My parents would buy like those. It was like a long time ago. It was like them used to make the DVDs for like Christian music videos. Yeah. They would just be rotation on our DVD player. So I was just fully submerged in it. Um, and it wasn't until like ours, like Steve Curse Chapman and Jeremy Camp that really got my interest back in the day, like early 2000s with Steve Curse Chapman's releases and then Jeremy Camp's rock stuff. I just got so caught up in it. I just love the message. I love the style. I love just all of that was being done with it. It's more than just, um, our singing it was just the whole package with it from the videos the tours i was just obsessed with all of it and then eventually down the line matthew west become one of my favorite artists and i think that's where i really got passionate about it personally 
because I was already about a teenager. It was like early um, 2010s. And that's where it really hit me about the message of the music that was being done, the stories. And I just got so caught up with even my own story of how I found Jesus and just encountering God through that, just seeing how Matthew S. music, like completely from fan stories, that got me over the edge into Christian music. And I've been passionate lover of it since. Yeah, that's so cool. So you, I mean, you mentioned Lifeway stores and stuff. I, I remember going into those places and seeing the CDs and like, if you like this band, you might like this band. And, um, that's a lot of the, uh, the curation in the, that era where they would say, if you like this music, here's more music that you might like. And that's kind of like, uh, you know, the first time I talked with you, I caught that, uh, infectiousness you have about, uh, your love for Christian music. And, um, I feel like that's, that's, you know, it got me excited and I was like in a season where I'm trying to reconnect with my love of music uh, and, you know, music for for a while felt felt a little bit like a job. You know, uh, it's a cool job. It was a fun job, but it, it was almost like to what end? I, I, I love music, but I didn't have that spark in me. And when I talked to you, I was like, that's the spark I'm looking for. Just the, um, you know, that feeling of going into a Lifeway store and discovering new music it was such a cool cool thing um a breakaway magazine was one of those places too that i would go to like see what kind of artists they were doing what did you like go to those stores and were you looking at stuff like that like what was your just process of discovering that new music mm -hmm. back then it used to be like if i heard artists on the radio i would immediately want to know who's the band what label they're with even just at like a young age and like, I love Breakaway Magazine, HM Magazine, CCM Magazine, like just getting the physical copies going through and just discovering it, whether it was like, even just like a Billy Graham magazine, there would be artists there. There's just any way I could find new artists with new styles, new messages. I just loved it. I was obsessed with any way I could to find it. I loved opening acts on tour. When bands go on there, they brought, you know, sometimes new names you never heard of before. I just loved that. I was obsessed with any way possible to find it. So it was a mix of kind of everything. Yeah. That, I mean, it makes sense that you would be tied into new release today because of uh, your upbringing and how you've uh, kind of curated that. I'd love to hear how you got connected with new release today and and even some of the things you do for them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, definitely. So I think I was listening to radio one day um, back when I was 15, I think, so about five years ago now. Um, and I was listening to radio station. They were saying news and Christian music, and they said this is all sponsored by new release today. I'm like, okay, cool. I'll check them out. And I just fell in love with the site. Like I was, of course, New Year's Today, the biggest Christian music website online with news articles, devotionals, reviews, so much content on there. And I just become an avid reader of it. And they used to have like a database where anyone could just join and add any music releases, which is still there, but not to the point it was before. So I was adding lyrics for artists, adding albums, artists, just doing whatever I could. And I did this for like the span of a whole year, just adding stuff on there consistently constantly and then eventually i was 16 years old and i got a message from the boss of new release today which completely blew my mind and yeah. he was saying hey we need new staff members uh, i've never reached out to people normally they come to us asking for us a job but i'm coming to you would you be willing to work for us i know you're 16 i know i don't even know who you are you're on the other side of the country but would you be willing to and of course i immediately said yes and i've now been a part of new release today for five years coming up this July, which is incredible how God, you know, just put me in that, which he took the passion I had 
and now I'm writing for the biggest artists out there. Um, I'm the database manager, so all you see on the site, whether artists, albums, normally my hand's been in it somehow. Um, I just love it, dude. It's been incredibly honoring and blessing to help new artists get out there, to help major artists get their songs out. I love it, dude. And the team I'm surrounded by, there's like 15 of us, and they all love Christian music as much as I do. We love the message of Jesus these artists are doing. It's just incredible, man. I I love that, man. You're even hearing you speak now, it's getting me pumped up about Christian music. And I, I wish there was a, a Lifeway store I could go to right after this conversation and just like dive into the catalogs of different things. And um, mm-hmm. what, even you mentioned database, like management and stuff, like entering new artists in. Uh, it seems, you know, like on the outside, like that could be kind of like a monotonous thing, entering in like names and track listings and whatever else uh, into a database. But there's something connected to the joy of like opening a CD and like reading the lyrics and reading like you were saying, like from an early age, like I, w- I was the same way. I would open things up and be like, who who produced this? What label is this on? What other artists are on that label? And kind of like connect the dots on the behind the scenes without it being like an overtly um like stated thing you know these labels are marketing their music but it's not like they're throwing these big things where they're advertising themselves usually they're advertising the artist and so um it's it's hard sometimes when you're interested in that information especially when i was a kid and the internet didn't have all that information yet <laughs> it's like uh, i could do a google search uh, when google was first out but it was like there's nothing listed under under this and then when they started getting websites i remember going to all these different websites and uh just reading about their artist rosters and the bios and um so what you're doing is like directly like related to my love of christian music which uh, i'm so excited uh even to talk to you about all that stuff from what might seem to others like you know database management like okay but that's like a huge deal that people would have their music on a site like this and be able to be discovered by kids like me who are so curious about the stuff and um so thank you for for your your work in doing that that's awesome and it's awesome that he would reach out to you at 16 years old and that you've been doing it for this long and plugged in with them and yeah mm-hmm. that's also awesome what is your like favorite part about uh being a part of something like that Ooh, that's a good question um probably getting to see the artist's heart behind the music because like I love listening to the song, I love working with the labels, the artists, but just getting to see like why they wrote the song, like the part of it that connects to their story. If it's a song about mental health, about why that matters to them, if it's a song about you know God's always faithful. Sometimes there's a deep story of faithfulness in there, and I love just hearing that constantly. So I'm not just I think that like you said, it's so easy to get caught up in you know putting names in, putting artists in that you forget the passion behind it. But when I hear the stories from artists, even if I'm having just a bad day and I'm like, I don't really want to add the artist or whatever, I don't really want to write this piece, I'll hear a story from an artist who, you know, is just so passionate about why the song matters, why the message matters, why they love it. And they, it's all in God's hands to reach those that he's held made a way for it to reach. And just knowing, wow, I'm a part of that, helping get this song out there. And I fall in love with music all over again. I fall in love with these artists that are just, doing so much incredible work to get these songs out there and the impact they've made to me they've changed my life and just music is still powerful it may not seem like you know life where stuff's going on now which unfortunately but yet music's still reaching people it's still impacting so many christian artists are doing 
amazing songs like that. So I just, that's probably the fair part about it. Just hearing the stories about why the songs matter and being reminded again, why it matters to me through it. Dude, that's, I love that. What a great answer. I, I, we didn't have that in the sheet to go over, but I was just curious, like you do have a passion for it. And, uh, that's such a great answer to why we should be doing what we're doing anyway. And any, in any facet of the Christian music industry, it's like bringing back to that first love and like, what, what are these songs actually saying? And when we're writing songs from a songwriter's perspective, you know there are a lot of songwriters who are listening to this podcast and people who are creating music. It's like, yes, anything can be turned into a job, but when you reconnect with your first love in it, it illuminates like why you enjoy that in the first place. And uh, that's so cool, man. What a great answer. Well, we're going to take a quick break. Uh, I've got some ads to uh, to play here for some friends who have sponsored this season. And then we'll be right back with Brad and Ford on this podcast. I'm so excited here in season two that we're able to feature some ads from my friends and their businesses. So check them out. And if you want to run an ad in the future, email me at hillcityrecording at gmail.com and we'll set that up. Before we jump into the ads, I would love to shout out a couple things I've got going on. One is a playlist submission form. So if you're looking to submit your song to a playlist, check out jessedeanrivero.com slash playlist dash submissions. And I've got a form there you can fill out and I'll consider it for one of my playlists. Also, I just released a Patreon for Hill City Recording. So if you care about the writing, recording, and releasing of good Christian music, that is a good spot to check out to help support it. So uh, that is patreon.com slash hillcityrecording. Check it out. Hey, everybody. This is Dave Gill from Musicville. We are a brand new music store and lesson studio here in Franklin, Tennessee. Uh, we offer top-level lesson programs for all kinds of instruments, guitar, piano, voice, drums, bass, and violin, as well as musical instruments and accessories for both beginners and pros. We carry amazing brands like Duesenberg Guitars, Franklin Drums, Vox Amps, String Joy, and our goal really is to be a one-stop shop for all your musical needs here in Williamson. County. And for all Hill City recording subscribers, we are offering two free music lessons. Just use the promo code Hill City at our website or call 615-614-3411 to register. For more information, check us out at musicville.com. Hey everyone, this is Ashley Dasher of Dasher Watch Company. My wife and I, Tabitha, recently launched our brand and we have our first watch out that was designed right here in Nashville, Tennessee called the Linden Chronograph. Wanted to let you know that you can check it out at DasherWatchCo.com and you can follow us on Instagram at DasherWatchCo. And if you have any questions, shoot us an email. We're so excited to bring a heritage-inspired watch back into the market and you wind this thing up. You go you live your life so we hope that you'll check it out it was a blast to be on one of the episodes this season i hope you're able to check that out as well send us any questions if you have any and we'll see you out there hey everyone what's up my name is david andrea founder of the nashville worship nights we are a gathering of many different churches from all areas around nashville with a vision to unite our city and to have a global impact We do this by focusing on the power of biblical gospel-centered truth, worship, and community. As we gather to connect the church, our ultimate vision 
is to love God and love people, unite the church, and point people to Jesus. We meet monthly to worship, grow community, and seek the kingdom of God together. To extend our gatherings, we meet in city hangout groups all around the city to disciple and build friendships. Our hope is that as the gospel is shared, its power will shape you and lead you as you encounter the living God. For more information, check out our website, NashvilleWorshipNights.com or just our Instagram page at Nashville Worship Nights. We can't wait to see you at a future gathering. Welcome back from the commercial break um, here with Brad and we're, we're talking about playlisting now. Uh, you started Lightfire playlist with your uh, siblings and I think that's initially where we came into contact because I was looking through um, as I was starting this label and working with artists, um, you know, playlisting is such a big deal. And that's that's really where I encountered your love of Christian music. Like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, just you being like, yeah, I actually don't know if that would fit on this playlist. It might fit on this other one, though. And I was just like, I love this guy. The fact that you have your uh, ear tuned to what each playlist should be like and you're actually curating that and not um yeah not not just punting the opportunity you're there to actually um to to curate so uh, like how how did you begin even making playlists like what where did that begin yeah so i was passionately working with nrt and i just wanted to find a way to continue work with the artists because nrt we were helping promote so many artists um, and we, we do so much at the indie artists. I was like, there's got to be something more I can do as well. So um, I checked with my boss. It was cleared. And my siblings and I started Light Fire Playlist, which is so many artists, whether it's older stuff, whether it's newer stuff, just to make playlists to help get artists' music out there. And originally, um, a, a part that really pushed me forward was it with I was at my church and they wanted, you know, soundtracks for like, you know, youth nights or kids' own things or just in the background. They're like, hey, can you make some playlists? And of course, I was down to do it. So my siblings and I would just start making playlists because there's so many out playlists out there that are incredible. Um, a lot of times though they're just thrown in there or it's just, you know, taking whatever opportunity for their own gain or some playlist or even pay to get on there. Um, I never wanted to do that. I wanted to make playlists that actually had a theme that each song was placed where it was for a reason and do something that wasn't being done. And like the first place we did that actually took off was one called Christian War Battle Songs, yeah. which I could find nothing about that before then. I wanted like a Christian cinematic fight playlist. And that place actually at the time we're recording is about to hit 1000 followers. So that's a huge accomplishment we're reaching with it. I just wanted to make plays like that. So we have plays of all different styles, but I just loved making it something that was different, unique, and actually really invest a new artist into it. That, yeah, that's, I think that was honestly the playlist that I initially reached out about because there was a song that lyrically was uh, about like battle and stuff but like you had such a great vision for what that sound is as well and not just a, a lyric or you know a chorus or whatever um and it's it's cool to see your intentionality with those playlists I, i've listened through most of them if not all of them and uh you're right it it, it feels like an, an album the way you construct the the song uh the song orders and all of that it's it's very intentional and i appreciate that as someone who loves music and listens to music and um 
sometimes, you know, the marketing of a song can be void of <laughs> the the love of music, you know, or just like, well, we need it on a playlist and we need to do whatever. It's it's just a part of the marketing strategy. But at the end of the day, if it doesn't connect with the listener who is the one consuming the music, then it falls so short of what it could do. And so I, I really appreciated your intentionality with that. Uh, I would love for you to give some advice to our audience uh, there from two, two perspectives. Um, so maybe we can start from this perspective. Uh, if others are looking to start their own playlists, like how, how would you go about that? And what advice would you have for those people? Mm -hmm. Well, for making a playlist, it's super easy. I'm pretty sure like we all know how to do that, whether YouTube or something. Um, but the main things I think people miss is like, what is this playlist trying to say? There's so many playlists all are saying something, find something that matters to you. And that's not being said already. Like if you want to start maybe a hip hop playlist, there's bunches out there. What's your hip hop playlist trying to say? Are you trying to give voice to new artists? Are you trying to hit a certain trap sound? Are you looking for a current throwback? Find something that actually, you know, matters to you and is being done different. Like for several playlists, we have worship playlists and there's hundreds, maybe pro probably thousands, if not millions on Spotify and everywhere. Mm -hmm. it was, it's super easy to find them. And there's so many that are out there that are good, but I wanted to know what are playlists that matter to me, like more songs focused on healing, more songs focused on revival, songs that are more new and upcoming. And we curated that, which mattered to me, mattered to my siblings, and we just launched it out there. So for all those trying to start a playlist, find something that matters to you, that's being done differently, and make sure, just give your playlist some life to it. Have, make sure it's something to say. You don't want to hear too many songs in a row that are all just the same message, same style. Give it some life. Like you said, it's like an album, and that's an encouragement hearing from you that the playlists we have, they're not just you know running songs together like a radio station, but it's an album. It's telling a story, and it's actually saying something. Yeah, for sure. That's that's great advice. Um, second perspective, piece of advice for artists who are looking to get their music onto playlists. I guess you can speak to multiple things about like how how they pitch songs to playlists or, you know, what what should they keep in mind as they're trying to get their music onto playlists? Mm. This is probably the main question I get from artists all the time. And I love it because there's so many artists out there trying to find how to do it, how just to get their music out there to others. Um, definitely, of course, look for playlists. One thing to do, Spotify has this nice feature. I think Apple has in some ways you could see playlists that artists are being heard from. So you can check there, find playlists. Like there's an artist that has a similar style, vibe or something. You can look for playlists there. Um, normally, small playlists are actually the way to go. Like there's so many places that are big with thousands of followers and that's awesome. But if you're not seeing the growth, like look at the playlist throughout the month, throughout a week, see how they're growing, which I know Lightfire, we do the best we can to keep our playlist numbers growing. Um, we're not the biggest. There's much more places you can go to that are bigger, but I'm very thankful that we have such a good follower base, good people listen to the playlist because we're consistently making something out there. So for artists looking for playlists, don't just go for the biggest names, go for ones that, you know, seem like they match your style match what you're doing um and then just message them of course um there's normally emails or instagram links where i know our dms are open constantly and it takes a while to get to them sometimes because there's so many messages going through each week so for all artists out there don't get over stressed don't think you're gonna get a response instantly um give it some time and of course just send it out there take the shot with it normally most playlist people they're kind they're willing to listen to your music 
Um, some can be iffy, which just go for it. If it's a no, maybe it's just the song. You can still submit another song next time. You don't have to say that playlist doesn't want them anymore. It's just whenever you got something, try again. And for me, I love trying and trying again with artists. Sometimes they'll have a song that's not the best for a playlist. And I'll have to tell them that. Sometimes it's like a perfect fit or like what happened with you. It's, sometimes it's a song hit for one playlist. And I'm like, actually, I think it goes for this one. And I love that. It's just getting in there. So I think the main thing for artists is just take the shot with it. Um, don't be too demanding. Don't be too, you know, open or something. Uh, one thing I hate is when artists say I'm friends with this artist, this artist, and this artist, uh, that, that doesn't work normally. <laughs> Just take your shot and be like, Hey, I'm this artist. This is my music. This is what it sounds like. This is the story behind it. Here's the link and just take a shot. And normally it comes, comes through pretty well. So just keep taking those shots. That's great. What, uh, what helps an artist when they're sending a DM or an email, like what kind of information would you say is, is helpful for you as a, someone who curates these things? Like what information is helpful to even have on a, on a reach out kind of message? Yes. For me, it'd be knowing upfront what's the song, what's the style of the song. Um, it could be artists that sounds like maybe songs that sounds like, but just to know upfront what I'm walking into along with what's the message behind the song. Another thing is make sure your socials and profiles look as you know polished as you can, because I like diving into that. I like seeing what's your following base. Even if you do only have maybe 50 followers, what I want to see is like, how's your content looking? If you're just randomly posting stuff about breakfast or whatever, um, it's not going to stick out to me as much as you care about this music compared yeah. to if you're making content about you know your faith, your music. That speaks to me more so like, okay, because for people who go, this is how at least I look at it. It's all ministry-based that those who listen to music on the playlist are then going to pull you up on social media and everything. And if your profile on social media is getting all political, if you're getting all just to the randomness of life, which is, I mean, it's awesome, to, you know, being real on life and everything. But if it's too much like that, I'm not going to be as open to put you in our playlist because I don't want to point people to artists that aren't passionate with the songs they're doing. So just being up front with your profiles looking good, um, what style of music you have. And also it can also help like we did when, uh, you recommended a playlist that helps me go in there knowing okay so i already know it's probably gonna be this playlist sometimes it's not i move it to different playlists but that's just a little bit more comfort to me knowing what i'm walking into yeah man that's such great advice um you know there's so much to learn in this new era of music for artists that are are writing recording releasing great music and then trying to figure out where to steward that you know honestly to to steward the music that god has given them and i think that what you just said is such a big piece of that like do you actually care about the music that you're making and it will come through in what you're you're posting about what your profile's like and you as a curator don't want to send people <laughs> to artists that might not be um exemplary or just yeah just examples of what you want that playlist to represent so represent your music well by uh what you're you're putting out there and it's not that you can't put out your thoughts and your personal life but like you said that's it's so big to to represent your music well and what you're seeing as a curator um so if you're submitting to playlists that's that's huge yeah that's great advice man thank you for sharing that and uh i'd love for people to check out your playlists is there um like a link they can go to or how can they, how can they find your stuff and pay attention to your playlisting? Yeah. Thanks, man. 
Um, normally just go to Spotify. You can search Lightfire134 playlist and you can find us there. Same with Instagram, Facebook, YouTube. It's all Lightfire134 playlist. Um, we're always open it to shoot us a DM or just listen to playlists. We also have podcast episodes, artist things. We have new stuff coming up this year too. We're trying to use our socials a little bit more active to get content out there to help artists. So we would definitely appreciate it. Check out our profile. Maybe there'll be something there you'll like. And hopefully we can point you to some artists, songs that matter, that impact you and that inspire you. I love it. We'll link those in the show notes below. So uh, you can just click on them instead of having to <laughs> type them in or whatever. But uh, last thing, uh, Brad, and thank you for, for coming on the show, by the way. Uh, appreciate you and your insight. Uh, the last thing, since you're, you've got your ear to the ground, I would love for you to just share what are some artists to look out for? Like who are some, some up and coming people that we can kind of be paying attention to? Mm -hmm. Well, first off, thank you again for having me. I loved it, dude. It's an honor. I'm a huge fan of the podcast, so it is definitely awesome being on here. Um, as for artists that are coming up, I love this question because there's always so many, um, some that I hundred percent know of Josiah Queen. He's more of a folk indie artist who's blowing everyone away with his music. Um, I got to give a shout out to Grace Graber, who's like one of my close friends in the music industry, who's got a new album coming out, which is really looking promising. Ooh, there's so many good artists. Um, there's, I'm trying to think, because there's something, there's a band writers doing lo-fi Christian pop music. Um, so many names are going through my head right now. <laughs> um yeah but i definitely encourage if you're looking for new artists continue check out light fire um new release today we got so many new artists going on there um there's sofika and the pop scene along with um, jordan blaine doing some pop contemporary stuff sam bowman in the electric realm in the rock check out um the name is just escaped me um saved by scarlet they're a great band um amongst wolves got some good punk pop rock stuff there's so many names I could go on and on for hip hop. Zach Monroe, R&B. Um, check out Naomi. Um, Trampolines are another great electro worship band. Uh, that's about 15, 10. So right there, there's yeah. just constantly new artists coming out, killing it with a great heart for ministry. And so many of the names I mentioned are personal friends of mine. I know, and some of them I just know because their music's impacted me and so many others. I just love how Christian music's still growing like that. So if any of those artists, if you're not a fan of any of them, there's some that I'm sure recommended right next to them that you'll love there's just so many music out there yeah i i love it there's a you guys do something on your instagram too where you post like uh some of the new music coming out and um like just kind of like a, a highlight of like all those those people on 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 your instagram so um yeah I'll, I'll link all that stuff below so people can check that out i i love it i i've been a subscriber i i'm listening to the playlists and I have uh, the Instagram pulled up and, and all that kind of stuff. So thank you for what you do. And Brad, and again, thank you for, for being on this episode. I know people will get a lot out of it and uh, we'll have to do it again sometime. Definitely, man. I had a blast doing it. All right, Brad. Well, appreciate you. Uh, and we'll catch you guys next time. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of the Hill City Recording Podcast. It would mean a ton if you just took a second to leave a review or a comment wherever you're listening to this podcast. Also, if you care about the writing, recording, and releasing of good Christian music, I've got a place for you to support it. 
go to patreon.com slash hillcityrecording and there are multiple tiers of membership you can get into with different rewards for each tier. But again, thank you for listening. We'll catch you next time.